Uh, well, we had a chance to celebrate together uh, on Fifth Avenue at the Celebrate Israel Parade. Uh, we were able at that point to speak with Ari Calker for a minute or two about the incredible work of the Lone Soldier Center. Mamash, literally in the middle of Jerusalem. That's where you'll find it. And uh, he gave us a couple of words in a very exciting environment back then. Now he is uh, in Jerusalem in more of a a calm setting. (laughs) And we have an opportunity to find out even more about the Lone Soldier Center. Ari Calker is director of housing for the Lone Soldier Center. Information, LoneSoldierCenter.com. Ari Calker, welcome to JM in the AM. Great to be here, Nelson. I greatly appreciate it. You know, on the on the uh, on the um, homepage, it says seven thousand lone soldiers are serving in the IDF. I, I don't know if this international audience even understands how how large a group this is, and just how many people, how many soldiers from around the world leave their families, come to Israel, enlist, and uh, you know, without you guys, would essentially be alone. So there are currently about three and a half thousand lone soldiers currently serving in the Israeli army wow. that serve from all over the world, Jewish communities large and small from every point on the globe. About a third of them alone are from North America. Pretty impressive, I must say. As I always say, we have uh, an incredible group of parents in this country. <laughs> it may be too small a group, but, but an incredible group that is dedicated to the state of Israel and gives their children a perspective that uh, Israel has to be a priority, and look what happens. They end up enlisting in the IDF, which is pretty remarkable. How uh, how long has the Lone Soldier Center been around? So the Lone Soldier Center, we, um, we founded it back in 2008, right when, um, slightly after, I'm not myself and a couple of other Michael Levine's friends finished our army service. And uh, we were thinking about what the greatest way to memorialize them was. We were, we were talking about it, and... You know, Michael, who the center is named after, was was an inspiration to all of us. He was a small guy who came from Philadelphia and always put the needs of others ahead of his own. Always, always was worrying and caring about everyone else that he knew. And uh, he fell fighting in the Second Lebanon War in Southern Lebanon. And when we had this idea, we thought about how can we memorialize him. We figured that the best way to, like, you know, remember him would be to care about everyone else and put his name on it so that everyone would know who he was and what he stood for. And we'd be helping other people in the process and not just, you know, putting up a sign somewhere, building something in his memory, but really, really bringing his memory back to life. And through our work, bringing him back to life on some level for us. It really is amazing. uh, That was 2008. And we started with a good idea and a couple of motivated young men. And now we've, uh, we're leading the charge. Ari Calker is with us from Jerusalem, the Lone Soldier Center. You know, as any good parent knows, when you want to take care of somebody, when you want to take care of a young person, there's a lot of different things you got to take care of. You reminded me of that when you told me you're the director of housing. That's just one little piece to the whole thing. There's a lot of different concerns and a lot of different ways you guys have to step in and really be there for these lone soldiers. Could you, could you give us some of the categories that you and your staff and your volunteers cover in order to help out the soldiers? Of course. So the first of all, the one word to sum up everything we do at the center is family. Yeah. The same way your family will be there for you no matter what. Like in sick and thin, in good times and bad times, you know, whether you need a hug or a smack or you need you know, a warm meal or a bed or you need advice, your family in every sense is always there for you. 
at least that's the family I was raised in and the way that I was brought up, was to always be there for your family. And the Lone Soldier Center was like, you know, we can never replace, and we don't even, we don't want to replace people's parents, but we're their family here in Israel. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts off from even before you get here and you're thinking about it, you know, I want to join the Israeli army, what do I need to know beforehand? So first we talk and we explain to people how serious of a decision this is and what a big deal it is. This isn't just, you know, oh, I'll sign up for this program or that program. This is the army. The army is not a joke. Army, the army is real and it's a very serious decision. I, can, you know, as the, I, I served in the army myself. I still do reserve duty. I'm married. I have children. I think the second largest decision I ever made in my entire life was joining the army. The only thing bigger than that was who and when to get married. Right. So the foundational decisions I've made in my life. So we do is first we start before you're in the army, helping you understand what it is you're getting yourself into and making sure that this is really the right decision for you. We have a pre-army program that helps you prepare for it physically, mentally, educationally, closing the educational culture gap between growing up outside of Israel and growing up inside of Israel. Very different. We might both be Jewish, extremely different understandings of the world. Closing that gap so that when you do draft, there's much less of a culture shock and the language barrier is much smaller. Once you're in the Army, we have a, a never-ending programming, everything from Friday night dinner every week where hundreds of home soldiers get together under our roof every Friday night, something I was just preparing for a couple of minutes ago for dinner tomorrow night, to, to barbecues and parties and celebrations, and we're at your swearing-in ceremonies and your berate ceremonies, and the different times things are good. We also have an entire... A uh, group of volunteers that deal with visiting sick soldiers and soldiers that are out, of, you know, that are injured and and different things like that. Uh, we also run two years ago something that we started. We started housing soldiers. We now run eight different houses in Israel. We have 144 beds for soldiers on the weekend. Wow! Something we're always looking to expand. Uh, two years ago we had zero. We went from zero to eight houses and 144 beds in two years, a little bit less. Um, and we're expanding. We also just started our post-Army program that we're kicking off this summer. You know, in a few more months, we're kicking it off officially where, you know, someone comes from overseas motivated and caring, and they give their all, both, you know, everything of themselves to Israel for at least a year and a half, if not longer. When they finish the Army and they want to stay here, there's a whole other set of challenges of building a foundation and, and getting a job with the future and, and understanding the educational system inside and out. And there are lots and lots of organizations that do help in that realm. And we're going to be focusing on helping, you know, for the long run, mentors for the long run to keep, so that when you want to stay here, you can't. Unbelievable. I mean, the, the list is endless. It's endless, the types of things that are needed, that are necessary that are there to help the soldiers. It's really incredible. Uh, Ari Calker is with us. The Lone Soldier Center has a website, LoneSoldierCenter.com. They're located on Rehov Yafo in Jerusalem. They have a Tel Aviv office. Uh, they, the 888 number, is that a good number for parents and others to get information about the uh, about the organization? Which phone number? The 8884 soldier we have that on the website. That's an, emer- that's an emergency phone number we have up for parents. The oh, oh, other uh, thing I forgot to mention is also parents. I mean, well, every family has a different generations in it. We have an entire network of support for parents of lone soldiers all over the world. Um, we have, like, like you saw in the parade, that was just a small group of the parents from the New York area right. that we're in touch with and we support. Uh, the best way to get in touch with us is by email. 
time differences and details, and there's always another phone call. The best way to get in touch with us is by email. And that's something info that people... at com. One more time. Info, I-N-F-O, at LoneSoldierCenter.com. That's the uh, best way to get in touch with us. And there's plenty of information on the website. All right, how is all this supported? You guys are taking care of so much. The Friday night meals, housing, especially when they're on leave or for Shabbat. Uh, you mentioned the uh, uh, the um, uh, the different events that go on in order to help the soldiers and all the pre-Army activities that you undertake in order to acclimate them um, to what they're about to encounter by heading into the Army and by being in Israeli society. How is all of this funded? No, it's completely funded by private donors, mainly abroad. We, uh, we pride ourselves that we managed to raise about 25% of our budget locally here in Israel. The rest is from generous supporters overseas. And again, I assume the easiest way is the donate button on the LoneSoldierCenter.com website. The donate button on the website. We're a registered 501c3 with tax-deductible status in the U.S., Canada, and England. Um, if you're elsewhere, email us. We'll, we'll, we'll work out the details on the technical level. Uh, the easiest way, donate, LoneSoldierCenter.com. It sounds like, in the spirit of soldiers, you guys are blazing a trail. You're just You're just going forward with whatever services are necessary and and hoping that the support will be there and that people understand just how important and vital a role you play. Well, the beauty is is that there's no fundraiser at the center. I'm the one walking around asking people for support. I run all of our housing. I help manage all the pre-Army programming. Up until 10 seconds before I called you, I was sitting with three soldiers in my office. Wow. It's not really an office. It's like a big room where I put <laughs> my computer down, and that's where I'm working for the next couple of hours. Um we don't. We don't need a. We're not a marketing machine. We're not advertising. We're we're just helping people, and we both, and everyone here at the center. We honestly believe that by helping people, by help by helping people and doing the right thing, that God will provide for us and 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 help bring in the support that's necessary. And you're not just helping people. You're helping the heroes and the role models of Israel. Frankly, you're 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 helping those yeah. who who are showing our children uh, exactly the type of sacrifice and the type of commitment one needs to make in order to uh, continue to have uh, the incredible land of Israel, state of Israel, and, and frankly, dem- democratic freedom around the world. Uh, we're also helping uh, foster and we're, we're helping support the, the future leaders of the Jewish people, yep. both here and abroad. No question. And these young men and women, the ones that finish, the ones that do go back to the United States or Canada or, or wherever they are from the world, they are the natural-born leadership of their communities. The, their Judaism, their belief in Israel, their belief in the Jewish people, it's it's something they they physically went and fought for. It's yeah. something they defended with their own body. It's something that's going to be more real to them than everyone else around them, and that's that. It's going to naturally put them in a leadership position, and I hopefully we'll help, we'll start seeing the effects of uh, of that in the coming years. No question about it. All right, Ari Calker and I encourage everybody in this audience. You know how we feel about lone soldiers. You know how we feel about the IDF. Uh, help them uh, to whatever degree you can to continue with all the programming, continue with all the services that are provided, as Ari just described. You can go to the website, LoneSoldierCenter.com. You can visit them in Yerushalayim, a very convenient place when it comes to tourists because most of the hotels are in the area. On Rehov Yaffa is where you'll find them. LoneSoldierCenter.com. In order to support them, you can go to that website, uh, hit the Donate button, make a generous donation, and know that thousands of soldiers are the beneficiaries of your generosity. Ari Calker, anything you'd like to add? Thank you, everybody, for your generosity. Uh, thank you, Nachum, for having me on the show, and 
It's always great seeing you by the parade and looking <laughs> forward to next year. A pleasure speaking to you, Ari. Thank you so much, Kalakavod. There he is, Ari Calker at the Lone Soldier Center in Israel. Thursday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up. It's JM in the AM.